0: Why I love it, I love it, love it, I love it. love it, I love it. Hi everyone, welcome to Wolverine Sounds. This is the Divine Intervention Show. Follow me on Twitter at Divine Identity. Co host Craig Compton, follow him at Craig Compton underscore. As always, go to wolverinesounds.com check out all of the podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Wolverine Sounds. Well, recently we talked about kind of the concerns at secondary and Craig and I kinda of thought out uh, what would happen uh and are they going to be okay? Will it take some time for them to, to come around? But both pretty confident that in time the secondary will be fine. We're going to be more specific this week. We want to talk about Florida, obviously the big game on the schedule. The season's finally here. And we want to talk about, let's say, three things that uh, we're looking forward to going into the game. Craig, you want to, you want to start us off with, with
1: uh, item number one? I think the first thing that I'm looking forward to, I'm kind of an old-school guy. I like uh, tough, physical football. So naturally, my first thing I'm looking forward to is the offensive line. And if they get that push off of the snap, if they're able to create gaps, if they're able to give the quarterback, Wilton Spate, who I believe will be the starter, uh, time to throw the ball. I know a lot of times in the you know past few coaches, the offensive line has really been a, a weak spot, and if your offensive line is no good, your whole offense is, is bound to fail. Um, but for so long, Michigan was a you know an offensive lineman powerhouse, uh, and I believe that they're getting back to that point. They obviously lost some key pieces from last year's team, but I think that they still have some good good key pieces this year. So I, I look for. <clears throat> to see how they how they handle this first game.
0: Yeah, going off the offensive line, I'm, I'm interested in watching them and how uh, they work for, for getting that running game going. I think that uh, if you've got a guy like Wilton Spate, uh, who expected to be the starter by many, uh, he can throw the ball. He showed that multiple times last season. It's just what version of Wilton Spate we would see. But either way, the running game has to establish at some point. The quicker it does establish – the more room it gives a guy like Spate or whoever the starter could be, and so can the offensive line get that push? Can they create the holes? Kind uh, of guy like Chris Evans or or Ty Isaac, Kareem Walker. I mean, whoever it's going to be, there's there's a ton of names that have been thrown out there. Uh, we've both given our opinions, obviously, but how soon does it get established? Because if Michigan can run the ball successfully in the first game, I think that shows great things for the offense in general. And I think that obviously it's gonna give confidence to, to some of these guys that are looking to to fill in all of the carries that are left void by Devion Smith who's who's uh, who's now left the program. Uh so I think going off that it's easy to talk about the offense and so that's my point that I wanna bring up and what I'm looking for is is just how many points can can get on the board. Uh, there's Florida fans who who want to say that Florida's going to win by double digits. Michigan fans think that Michigan's going to win by double digits. Craig, this could end up being a 3-3 three to three ball game at the end of regulation, and we could see some overtime. It you, could. You're
1: it old could. school. You'd probably like that. I would love that, actually. I, I love slugfest games. Um, I think that the offense is going to have to score more than last year, obviously, because I, I don't think the defense will be quite as strong, but... Um, you know, I wouldn't be mad about a, a three to three game at all. The The Wisconsin game last year, that was like my dream game. Loved that game. Uh, the high scoring games, I don't really know what what to make about those because is the defense playing bad or are they just gassed because the offense is scoring so quickly and so much? Um, so I, I would rather see a close game, Maybe not three to three, but something like a 17 seventeen ten or something like that, um, where you can truly evaluate the offense and the defense versus one just killing the other.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Some of those high scoring affairs, uh, if you feel. I feel like I get more nervous when when a game's like thirty three to thirty than I do when it's fourteen to seven, uh, because at least when the fourteen to seven. Points aren't going up at will, and so you're kind of relying on the defense to make stops. But I would like a, a few more points than maybe a 17-10 to 10 or a 14-7. to 7. I do think that, obviously, the more Michigan scores, the, the better chance they have, and more points equals a win, of course. But I do think that scoring near that uh, high 20s to, to 30s range, maybe mid-30s, definitely beneficial. Uh, it's a way to outlast the Gators. And I think that just like every group seems to need a little bit of confidence, even though there's more question marks at some position groups than others, I think if you can put up, say, 35 points against a Florida Gator team, I think that gives you a lot of confidence uh, going into to the next few games, especially if that 35 points is a win. Now, at the same time, there's more questions about the defense when you win or a game at 35 points and give up 30, or say you lose 38 to 35 the defense giving up a lot of points isn't a great sign. So in that case, I would say I'd agree with you, and I'd rather see a 17-10. to 10.
1: Yeah, and you know, you and I talked about this a little bit. In order for Michigan to get to that 35-40 point mark, uh, somebody's going to have to go off. And for me, I guess, there's just so many questions on the offensive side. Um, not that there's not any on the defensive side, but just so many on the offensive side between wide receivers, running backs, Uh, even the quarterback at times. I just don't know. Obviously, I would love for them to score as many points as possible, but I just don't know who's going to score those, I guess. So it's tough for me to say, yeah, for sure they're going to score 35. I would feel more comfortable around the 21-17 mark, somewhere in there. Um, But, again, score as many as you want, Jim Harbaugh. So in the scenario that Michigan
0: is down uh, early and things aren't looking good, what are your thoughts and what do you think the thoughts of the team are are at that point say say I think of a game against Colorado where I think it's a what a, a sack fumble strip fumble for a touchdown and and you just you say you're down 14 nothing It's seven minutes of eclipse on the clock uh, what's the strategy at that point and what are your thoughts as, as a fan?
1: well even that I think is is what I'm looking forward to in this game other than the offensive line uh, so many times last year, Michigan wasn't necessarily down, but they were in a tight game where their backs were against the wall. The pressure was on them because they were the undefeated team, uh, and they responded well because they were led by so many seniors, guys that have been in the, those situations. Now it's a whole new ball game when you've got freshmen and sophomores in there that, that haven't been in that situation. Um, I, I think this game's going to be a lot like uh, the Michigan-Florida bowl game a few years ago where it was a tight game until the second half. And Michigan just wore them out. Um, I think that's what's going to happen here, but I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Michigan get down early. Um, I, I don't really know how you you correct, you know, if you get down early with the younger guys, how you fix that. But I don't get paid the big bucks, so I guess that decision's not up to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting to look at that, and one of the things that I'm much most interested in seeing as well, whether it's in the Florida game or or other games. Obviously, closing the season last year, uh, Michigan had some trouble, uh, backs against the wall, and a few, op- few opportunities there to win games late. Uh, a few plays don't go your way, uh, ends up in three losses. Uh, obviously, tough losses to watch at the end of a, a great season that Michigan was having. But when you get down in any game, obviously, you have to fight even harder to get back. Uh, but I am really curious to see How these young guys respond, Uh, and I think that how they respond, whether it's uh, making it a close game or a come-from-behind victory, whether uh, coming down in the first half or maybe a late run at the end of the game, I think that will say a lot about what this team is going to be, Uh, because if it's going to happen against a team like Florida, chances are at some point this season there's going to be another time where their backs are against the wall and so it's almost a good experience to, to face something like that, whether it's a seven point deficit uh, or having a, a go ahead touchdown drive opportunity at the end of the game. Uh, to see a guy like uh, Wilton Spate lead the team or, or any of the other guys that are, I guess you could call some guys veterans, even though even like a Rashawn Gary is, is such a youngster. Uh, it, good to see how they will respond. But hopefully, Craig, uh, we don't have to see that because I would rather just have it be, I don't know, what, 21-7? you okay with that? Sure, absolutely. So
1: do you have, I'll put you on the spot here, do you have a score prediction? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be something along the lines of like a 24-13. Wow. Something along those lines. I think, you know, maybe Michigan gets down 10 nothing to start the game. Uh, maybe go into the locker room ten seven, and in the second half, Florida gets a field goal. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think it. I think it's gonna be a big win. Um, I guess big in parentheses. It's not gonna be a forty-one to seven like the last time they played. I don't think. Uh, just because of the inexperience, like I said, it's hard for me to predict a blowout. Um, as much as I, I want that to happen, and I hope it does think it'll be a lot closer um, until fourth quarter or so and Michigan will just pull away. Yeah, I was thinking anywhere between
0: that 24-27 uh, to 27 range for Michigan. I'd like to see a couple of uh, made field goals. Not looking forward to any missed field goals, but i like to see a couple of field goals go through the uprights. Uh, and I think Florida right around that 10-17 uh, to, to 17 range. I do think it will be a, a lower-scoring game. Uh, I wish it would be uh, a forty-one to seven, like you said as well, but that's not my official prediction. Obviously, I gave a, a range there, but Craig, I think what we'll have to do is announce our predictions and say, "Hey, Florida fans, save this. This is my prediction," and we'll make sure that you guys all see those as you follow in sounds. And so that will wrap up uh, this week's podcast. Obviously, we're looking forward to the big game on Saturday. Those are the three things we're looking at. Uh, and I'm sure you're looking at things as well, but hopefully when we come back and recap this, we'll be talking about a win, and, and we'll be able to touch on all these points we just made. So once again, follow us at Wolverine Sounds. Follow me at Divine Identity. Follow Craig at Craig Compton underscore. We'll catch you next week. Go Blue!